Hi everyone, this is Ira Jain and I'm very pleased to introduce to you today Harshita Guptash. Harshita is the founder of Amare, a concept memoir, a very interesting culmination of uh, creativity and business put together where she uh, restores and keeps memories of children alive with a very interesting range of products. And uh, Harshita is also the, a mom of two boys, a very dynamic and creative lady. And I would love to unravel her story with you today. So welcome on the show, um, Harshita. And I'm very excited to have you here today. So why don't you start with telling us a little bit more about uh, your brand name uh, why is it called that and what is the range of products that you do? Okay. Hi, Ira. How are you? Thank you. First of all, thank you for such a wonderful opportunity. And I think this is a good thing that you have started. Thank you. So, yeah, about my journey. So, I run Amare. Uh, Amare in French means to be fond of and to be loved of. And that's all, that's like my products are all about. So I don't, um, I create memories. Memories in form of quilts, pillows, duets, which are treasured by mothers. And uh, basically the clothes, which we as mothers don't want to part away with of our little ones. Um, like we don't want to part away with of our little ones. Right. So we uh, cut them, patch them, sew them and create wonderful quills that can be cherished and treasured forever. That's, uh, so how these do are called memory. How do we actually come up with these memory quills? Okay, so uh, basically, yeah, so when my, so when I, my uh, three-year-old toddler was growing, so I had like heaps of clothes lying with me, which I didn't know what to do. And as per old tradition and um, culture in India, either we store them in our trunks or we just pass it on within the family. I was happy to do that, but eventually I was feeling like, you know, you need something else also with that. Right. Like wherein I could show my kids, like now I have two boys, so, once they start growing up, I could show them like, yeah, look, this is what, you know, when you were a baby you used to right. use and these and are mine. Giving away clothes uh, ends up being like you're giving away a part of their childhood, right? Correct, so, correct. And uh, obviously that time, like pictures were there, clicking pictures, but they were not enough where some, I needed something where there could be a touch and feel. Right, right. And that... Uh, fills me with a lot of emotions and feelings. Nice. So that's how the concept started. And uh, so basically the journey started was when he was turning two years old. Okay. And uh, uh, again, like having like a lot of clothes with me and I wanted to do something with that, uh, like during his birthday, because I had just come back from a holiday and I had limited time. And I was like, you know, I need to do a backdrop with his um, clothes. That's how yeah. it started. So on the, yeah, so we had a terrace party and uh, I wanted to do basically as most excited mother, like yeah. everything, the decor, everything on my own. So that's why I was like, you know, I need a backdrop. And yeah. I, uh, only thing I have available are his clothes. So just yeah. did something. And then later, 
when I removed it back and I was like, you know, this is looking so pretty. So let me see what can be done. And that's how, you know, we were doing some experiments, trials and errors. And that's how we just clicked because he's born in February. And that is little, not like in Bombay, it's not so cold, but uh, yeah, like, you know, you need some snuggling and something warm. Right. So with the I was air like, conditioning, we always need a, a nice cover anyway, right? All year round. Yeah. Right. So I love it actually yeah. how it's interesting. It's that, uh, you know, I always believe that motherhood is the mother of invention in a lot of ways, right? Because when we become <laughs> absolutely so many things yeah, that so we never thought of or never even realized that, you know, they turn out into amazing businesses. So that's a very interesting story. So now you've done this backdrop. You started with one piece, right? Like how, how, did, like how did the entire business come to be? When did you brand it? When did you launch it? Yeah, so uh, so basically, like about myself, I'll tell you a little bit. So I come from a jewelry background, okay. and I was always fascinated with luxury and uh, you know those kind like luxury and clothes. And got married to a family where like in a textile. So we are into textile mm. exports. My father-in-law is himself is a Italian couturier. So having like you know that kind of infrastructures and facilities available so it made my journey little on a you know on a little on a easier side where I could understand like I got an understanding of fabrics and what is the best for the kids and obviously a lot of inputs from my husband and my father-in-law so uh that was a good part initially, but yeah. uh, when I decided to take it up as a business or a venture, so at that time, like five, this is like five years back where social media was on a boom and digital marketing. So uh, yeah, like two, three times I posted and uh, people really appreciated, like not many, but just like, you know, very close set of friends because I was never right. like a social media person. So that's and how and- so, that, Right, like that little bit encouragement from the friends and family. where your product yeah, has lot, proof of concept, right? Like somebody else has tried it. And I think your well-wishers will always tell you what works and what doesn't work before you take it outside. What doesn't work. Right. Correct. So initially, yes, there were like, even I was challenged when, uh, so when I got like one fine night, I was just putting a thing on like, you know, on Facebook and somebody just commented, you know, what's the price of this? And I was like, just trying, like, just see. And I was like, oh my God, I have no idea. Like, you know, how this is priced because I was not thinking, I was not prepared. Like, you know, it's going to become such a big venture and build yeah, yeah. uh, so uh, like yeah initially i had challenges in pricing and understanding like how the whole process would work because i wanted to give a feel to a mother that you know you are coming to me not to make a quilt or i'm not selling a product but we are connecting and we are bringing those that nostalgia back wherein you will be like okay oh my god you know my baby used to wear a like this onesie or whatever we are incorporating right, right. on the quilt. So uh, for that, yeah, to develop those feelings and emotion, a lot of uh, input for, from the mothers also. So okay. to bring that up was like a, a challenge for me. And uh, every day I had to build it up in a way where uh, I could connect with them. I could convince them because that was a niche. Uh, this was a niche concept. Right. Now, yes, people are aware. That time people were not aware five years back correct so to make them understand why am i doing what is the reason of like you know how what is the significance right so yeah so it was like a sweet 
bitter sour journey for me <laughs> so what do you think and, is the biggest challenge for you like starting out like i mean you were lucky enough to have a little bit backing of the family right where there was like textile background and certain loose ends into fabric procurement and things like that could have been helped with but your product is still very different from uh, what your family business is about right so what was the biggest right. challenge you felt like starting out for you so uh so when i started reaching out to the mothers and when obviously like initially i used to get orders the later like when they were using the quilt the product so okay. their touch and feel their like how the child is reacting to the mm-hmm. piece because you know sometimes it was made for the babies and they wanted to do like they wanted immediate use okay so is it warm cold uh you know the like where it is going like within bombay has different uh, climatic conditions oh, okay. Okay. and plus even like yeah so that was one uh, major because initially when i started making them they were on little thicker and heavier sides so i did get an feedback from people you know that you know we cannot use them in bombay kind of uh, climatic right. uh, climatic and uh, weather right. right so that was one part which uh, was so so we started making the entire thing like what we fill inside and everything in house so okay. to procure that right kind of uh, batting or whatever we, the filler mm-hmm. uh, the raw material so that was a challenge because you know we never used like in my factory also in my office also we never used any of that so to get those kind of people and again playing with different combinations uh and also like initially i was doing it all by myself then to recruit somebody explain like you know the whole process because this is was something very different where you're playing around with uh child's clothes correct and plus they different types of materials right like your yeah, trouser so- the, the jacket or everything would be different material to even so correct. different types of materials together correct so and also the whole idea is like you have to create memories that last forever and ever and also should be passed from one generation to another mm-hmm. so uh, to even when we are doing the stitching part and finishing the piece so we have to see like how many times it has to undergo stitching obviously it is like labor quite a labor intensive work right so like and we have to like there so initially once or twice it has happened where uh, like in challenge like even i was challenged so customer said okay fine you know uh, it is this is open from the side or mm-hmm. this is coming off so right. you know small very small small things because even right. i was on a learning or uh, learning right. so path you where, basically uh, take take the customer i was also understand learn from it basically right to make sure that your next product is better than the previous yeah right <laughs> no no absolutely we take care of that and uh, yeah my biggest strength and my support like my father in law and my husband because um, uh, since we are into exports and uh, we believe in like good finishing good stitching so that has been an ethical ways of working right right yeah so that has like really taught me a lot that's amazing so what is your main uh, channel of uh, selling like where do you sell most from so now uh, initially yeah i started with uh, social media and majorly on facebook okay then by word of mouth like obviously like we have to keep uh, buzzing it all over but yeah like digital marketing 
works better so you you for do me. get orders directly from your facebook and your insta page is it yeah 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 so it works well yeah. like that because i'm try i'm reaching out to reaching out everywhere and i'm shipping also globally so okay. i get clients from us uk dubai so how does that work basically they courier the um, raw materials to you the clothes from the us yes oh wow so they do that because see uh, this concept of memory quilts is uh, much more prevalent in uh abroad correct, like in correct. us for example so obviously like the prices what people are paying there and uh, the prices what we work on here they are way too different and sometimes like a lot of my clients have families here so they even get a way out where they can send the clothes to me and i ship it back so that also works and also uh, when i started doing memory quilts so there were lot of people especially from uk where you they used to ask me like you know fine like you know we don't have too many clothes or we are not aware, we were not aware that somebody in india also does that so how about like you know we do you do something with the pictures so then oh. i started with photo quilts again like creating memories the whole idea was to create memories Maybe. so again like printing was not anywhere in the picture that mm-hmm. you know i would be doing that but uh, to figure out and get somebody who could do printing and setting it up so again like you know we developed a lot of products till the time we didn't get the right one correct correct awesome so tell me like i mean i'm sure the beginning challenges in the initial years you overcame uh, you know managed to get your audience overseas as well but last year was very challenging for every single business owner Like in March twenty twenty, when lockdown hit us, nobody actually knew that. Uh, nobody actually knew how long it would last. So tell us about so what. Long. Hello, I'm back. Interview, interview. Bye, bye, bye. Interview. Hi, hi. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. I think it was breaking up that time. It's fine now. I think. Yeah, so I was talking about uh, you know the epic year twenty twenty, where the first lockdown hit us. Um, I think it was very challenging for every single business owner because we nobody knew this was coming. Absolutely. Right. Honestly, personally, when we, went, when when we went into lockdown, I thought we probably last for a week, and now it's been a year and a half, and still things are very different today. More than that. Yeah. So tell us, uh, like for you personally, and maybe for your business also, what actually happened in March twenty twenty? I I remember the date also. It was twenty second March twenty second March twenty twenty. So, so what what happened with you and your business at that time? So, uh, we had just finished Christmas night suits in December, and that's where. Uh, so okay, so basically, like. Uh, coming back to my quilts and everything but uh, always i i'm sorry i'm just going little off but coming okay. back to yeah. what uh, so uh, when i was doing the quilts uh, i felt like it was not enough to make it a uh, make it big okay. in terms of adding more products to the existing line oh. and that's how then i started doing bespoke night suits and uh, bespoke hampers and like many more products now so that's where like that uh, so that christmas was the first christmas when i launched 
uh, night suits okay. for Christmas just to see how the market responds and everywhere. And we got a good response. Uh, and obviously, like again, getting new clients and they were all coming back. A lot of them were coming back to quilts or some other thing. So I was get I had a lot of orders lined up, mm -hmm. and uh, obviously we knew that uh, you know the virus has like you know the pandemic it's is. Correct, correct. Yeah, from China and here. So a lot of things were going on and suddenly there was a lockdown. A uh, lot of my clients, like whose order I had taken, they had birthdays falling in like, you know, next two or three months because uh, I am generally booked for like one, one, two, two months. Mm -hmm. And I, so our turnaround time for making one quilt used to be like 10 days but then it started increasing like two weeks two two weeks to three weeks okay. and i was like uh, yeah and then uh, to communicate to them obviously this was a situation and a circumstance which was unavoidable and not in right. anyone's hands and the whole world was so yeah so uh yeah so like you know to obviously like their kids birthdays were there i had taken up order but all of them were by god's grace were good enough to understand me mm -hmm. and uh, like you know wait till things settle but uh in terms of yeah i had no access to office for like at least two to three months so what you just had to stall the orders at that time in the beginning yeah so everything was the way it was because we had to shut down completely we were uh, all my labors like my tailors and my staff a lot of right. them they went back to village right. so that was again a challenge and uh, we were trying to uh, even like you know start like we were after two months only we thought we'll start with mask mm -hmm. making mask and starting back with work but that also didn't materialize we took a lot of time but eventually when we started so again we started with uh, making masks and like, you know, it was, it was a very slow and very tough uh, phase for us. Correct. So then your workers and your because colleagues came back, they came back then? Uh, yeah. So later, yeah, later, like after maybe six months or something, then we started with masks. So that's how a little bit work started, but it was very slow. I just had to finish my existing orders Correct. in hand. And that was a time like a lot of people, I, I mean, uh, not immediately, but again, like in December, uh, Diwali onwards, people were looking out for something. They were approaching, but uh, I was like, uh, I couldn't take much in hand because right. uh, the situation was very bad. Right. So now after, you know, this crazy, uh, you know, having to shut down and slowly open up and things like that. Uh, anything new you ended up doing in your business which you felt you wouldn't have done before like any whether it's a way of doing business whether it was a new product or anything like is Amare uh, concept a uh, concept memoir different today than it was pre-lockdown yes it uh one it has yes like uh lockdown in a way like you know it's uh slowed me down paced me down in terms of you know thinking beyond and apart from like what I was I had been doing okay so that uh, yeah because I like uh, for me also to make it more bigger or expand like it made me think basically more in terms of expansion and adding more products so yes so I started doing a lot of uh, like when 
<clears throat> when the lockdown was lifted and people and so yeah there was like a lot of work from home option which was going on for people right. and everyone wanted to be in that comfort and mm-hmm. not you know uh, obviously not in their pj sets so that's how that and i started with loungewear comfort right. loungewear and a lot of house parties were hap- like started happening people stopped going out so right. that kind of stuff i started making Okay. Plus, uh, yeah. Again, like so you do then, uh, loungewear now for kids and adults, right? Both. Yeah, yeah. So started with that. Uh, again, like keeping it minimal, not like very fancy, but something where people can, like you know, something uh, they could dress up and sit for their office meetings and something smart. So that kind of stuff started, and it got a decent response. Okay. So people like because shopping suddenly stopped for all of us, and women right. love to shop. Correct. So yeah, and uh, apart from that, then once the uh, traveling started, like you know, mm-hmm. I think uh, six months back, people right. again started traveling majorly to Maldives. So that's mm-hmm. when. i started with uh, personalized bathrobes to give them like a feel of you know that something is there for you and bringing some happiness so that kind of stuff and uh, a lot of yeah and during that so two year one and a half or two years time suddenly like you know you get to your there are so many babies are born yes and, <laughs> it's uh, been a baby yeah, yeah and we're like what is going on people are have been making babies so yeah i know so i got a lot of uh, people had started asking for like you know start doing some kind of hampers so i started with like baby hampers muslins yeah. organic muslin so started with a lot of products and uh, also uh, now to i uh, like you know doing a lot of strategic planning mm-hmm. in terms of like i have expanded my team okay uh, like i have 10 to 15 people working including my uh, workers and everything and staff so uh, yeah like obviously now we are building it up in a more formatted and structured manner from right. what it was so yeah yeah definitely like you said you given time to you take a little you know back seat and look at your business from a big picture point of view right see like what Correct. life had and what i could grow into so that that i think helps tremendously so that's actually Correct. fantastic to know that not only did you like tap on the trends that were going on and created new lines with that and also had a little bit more strategic view to your business so that's really amazing yeah. to know that harshita so one question for you is that what do you feel so far has been the biggest success story for you or like maybe an instant with a client or anything where you, where it happened to you and you feel like okay now my business is successful share a success story uh, with us i more than more than successful i feel elated and happy that you know in a span of 4 5 years i got to meet like some amazing mothers Mm. and uh, for example i met you oh, nice. so yeah and uh, i by the way i must thank you because you know you uh, made me think that uh, like actually you made your website right you remember we had a chat and you said okay you know it's so easy and you can do it and i like i with my um, girl like my assistant we sat and we did it awesome That's we amazing. have a website so nice. 
the day you told me and it made me actually think that uh, it's not as no, difficult I, as it looks like until you get your hands no, no, dirty yeah. <laughs> no no uh, the credit goes to my team not to yeah. me for this for sure but yeah like you know uh, i i mean i was meeting like lot of uh, i was speaking to a lot of people i met lot of people and lot of women who were, who are my clients and who are my friends also mm-hmm. and their stories and what they do so basically you know you connect and you learn something from them right as being more uh, you know yeah, so, so thanks to your business you're saying is that you end up you know because you are directly linked to mothers right so you get to meet different types of yeah. learning from their stories yeah always correct and also like uh, correct so also like uh, now like since like uh, lockdown has been lifted and everything so sometimes like with kids like i feel i'm challenged with my kids or i'm not able to give them a lot of time but uh, when i meet mothers or when i speak to mothers or my friends who are working sailing in the same boat same situation so i'm like fine like you know i'm not going wrong right. but yeah like you know that guilt is still somewhere or the other going on yeah, yeah. That, you know i personally uh, feel like you know you some good days some not so good days some days you'll win as a business owner and not win as a mother at all certain days it'll be the other you'll have to leave your work and be with your kids if a child is unwell so i think yeah you know you have to just take it as it comes and not be hard on yourself <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh, yeah yeah so the guilt sometimes comes in and uh, you have to accept it and then go on yeah So now the kids are also thing. mentally prepared that mama is not there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, setting a good example for them, right, for the future, because they're going to be with women who are going to be working. So, <laughs> so it's setting the example for their future. Yeah, because <laughs> it's good to know. So actually, yeah, Ashika, I think it was um, <clears throat> lovely talking to you and learning about your journey in terms of how you started out and how you. now pivoted to so many different product types as well and you're using the entire digital space to take your business global i'm sure it'll be amazing so um maybe just to sum up if i were to ask you um what like if you were to describe yourself and your brand in maybe three words what would that be sorry come back the uh, essence of your brand in three words right what is your brand for you in three words if you could sum it up my i think my third baby <laughs> okay very nice no sorry <laughs> my second baby third baby <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> my my second my younger one came after okay. amari right right Amazing. so my second baby i would say yeah yeah and it's really been brilliant to know that how you took a small idea of uh, you know creating something for your little one and taken it to a full fledged business so like i said i yeah. feel truly believe that motherhood is the mother of a lot of inventions and businesses yeah and it's like yes i feel like i'm growing up with my baby and for <laughs> my baby <laughs> nice, nice. so yeah All keep right, doing amazing something. thank you harshita and thank you everyone for listening in This is Ira Jain signing off on behalf of Vujade Weaving Stories. Thank you so much.